Chapter 49 Thirteen Girls Yathazandra felt the Hargus not slip free from her mind. She knew instantly what it meant, for the man would never have willingly relinquished such power. You thought I did not feel your Mercus not within my brain, Ten? You should have marked me when I told you nothing penetrates me but that which I allow. She was standing outside, upon a rampart overlooking the vale. A sluggish river wended through the snowy-swept lowlands. I'll admit, I did not foresee this eventuality. How could I have hoped for such good fortune? The force of destiny is with me. She patted her belly. Kill quickens within me, dark love. I have no need of you now. She stretched, cat-like, then shivered delightedly as icy winds pressed back her hair. There would be no more fires in Serenhel save for what came from her. She considered the abandoned fortress to be hers already. For one of her kind, even ancient memories stayed very fresh. She had been here at the time of Serenhel's height of power and could still see the Elnissian folk striding about with their haughty faces and fine clothes. Ah, the Elnissians had been beautiful. She returned to the great hall, mind already sinking deep into planning. The Hargath had seen quite clearly what needed to be done. An army, a vast army, would of course be required. The Nazg were not the greatest warriors. They fought recklessly and had no mind for strategy, but they were an older race than even the Elnissian, far older. Their shamans had access to deep powers. They need only be reminded how deep. A sniffling sound from the hallway outside the chamber. Come in, Nazg, tell me your name. It shuffled in, bowing with every step, it skirted the dead when it could, stepped on them when it had no other choice. It looked all round, searching for its blind master. I am Noi Iknoi. Is she gone? He is dead. I am your master now, Noi Iknoi. Do you accept that? The creature looked at the bodies of the soul-drained and the charred. He prostrated himself and mumbled his devotion to her in his lurk-mire tongue. She knew the language well, for it was derived from the speech of Dragnathans and Epoch past. Send for the shamans. I would issue them my commands directly. She turned away from the creatures and considered her needs. With ten dead, she was blind to what transpired in Starside. That would not do, and she required information from many other places. That meant she needed spies and a way to communicate with them. Fortunately, she was a domain. She may be trapped in the realm of man, but she could summon those who traveled between realms, and she knew just who to call upon first. With an effort of will, she manifested her wings, feeling the great heat already festering in her heart. She cleansed the dead with fire, finding the smell to be rather enticing. Soon all that remained were smudges of black on the floor. In one of these she scraped a rough circle using the tip of her sword. Yathnesten Flaumishtak, you know I'm beckoning. Do not insult me with delay. The domain appeared, 
holding a creamy white felnathel in his arms. Yoth bowed slightly to it and was rewarded with a small chirp. Flaumestek grumbled when he realized he had been restrained in a circle. You, Dragnathan, are not very trusting. Surely you do not fear me. I do not fear you, but I do not trust you. I require your services. Speak your bargain. She arched an eyebrow, a very human expression she rather enjoyed. Bargain? We are natural allies, you and I. Perform for me, and you will be rewarded merely by my success. I need you anything in addition. You look different. Have your wings gone translucent? I thought you still quite young. What does she call herself these days? You know very well she is called El Leminwi. And she is still young, not a feather out of place. The Osnathan clomped around the perimeter of his confines, making a good effort not to appear to care. He stroked the Felnathel fondly. Serenhel has gone to ruin, I see. Pity. I want spies. In every Elnissian city where men now live, what do you require? She felt something stir in her belly. How long of a term would it be? She did not know. A decade? A century? Not likely so long as that. A year at most. The Hargath will not like it, Flamishdak said. Or do you intend to kill him so soon? He is already dead, killed in Starside. A remarkable change came over the beast. Yasnathan were known to be emotional, given to great humor and great rage, but not usually surprise. And that is what showed now. His ridiculous smoke hair sent up twisted tendrils as his head bobbed with new understanding. That explains the ease I feel now. The bargain we struck has been released. Dead? I wonder. I believe I know who killed him. Interesting. His eyes narrowed and he now studied Yoth with greater care. And suspicion. I see all more clearly now. You needed the Hargath to bring Kill into this world. But he's done his part already, eh? Such ambition, Yothazandra. I'm quite impressed. Night flyers tend to be greedy, but also cowardly when true danger arises. Tell me, how did you know he could provide what other men could not? Do you know how he gained his foresight, such as it was? It was not bestowed by divinity as he claimed. Flamishdak scratched his chin, considering... A demonic binding? I understand that to be rather excruciating for humans, but there must be a thousand or more in the Southern Isles who've endured it. Yes, but Ten took a rather large risk, for he sought heavier spirits. He sacrificed thirteen girls, a significant number under any circumstances. That would attract any Kisnathen. But Ten did not buy these children at market. He schemed for months to abduct children from high families, the sort of children that would be missed, the sort that people loved. Delightful, really. Flamestak glowered at her. A man feeding Kisnathani is no cause for joy. 
Am I to understand this sacrifice drew the attention of an arch? Several. But it was a lord who answered. Flaumestack's hair smoke again billowed. His flaming eyes turned a deeper red. I doubt the Argoth even knew he had been so blessed. But of course his oracular powers must have been a great source of mirth to the Kisnathani. So you see, dear Yasnathan Flamashtak, he was uniquely powered to help me achieve the end I seek. Kill will come into this world through me. Those who flew under the stars will shatter this realm and be free. Those who flew under the sun will perish. The inevitable ever-night comes. Natural allies, you said. I did not believe you, but you have convinced me. You shall have your spies, but it is not the work of an instant. I am bound by other bargains. I could summon another Yasnathan, or perhaps a Kisnathan would enjoy taking form in this realm. That would be something to see. No, no. Confer one too much power here, and you've put seventeen domainic realms at risk. That does not serve your ends. Once kill is manifested, my ends will be his ends. What care I for domainic realms when the heavens will be open to me? Because when you bring kill into this world, you will bring the others. Yoth's wings flapped so hard her feet lifted from the floor. Ash blew into the air from the sudden downdraft. No, they have nothing to do with this. The till notion is asleep. Ori barely remains distinct as an idea. Only Paul is half aware of herself as a concept. They are so distant from this realm that Kill's awakening will pass like an anxious thought and then fade. Then you have naught to worry about, Flamishtak said, making a mocking bow. Release me, and I will recruit your spies. Something in his manner bothered Yoth, but she decided it was merely him in his entirety that bothered her. Yasnathan were such annoying souls to begin with, and Flamishtak had taken on so many human affectations that he was unbearable. Be gone! He vanished in Mercus Green. Yoth moved to a window and rested her hands on her belly. Had it grown already? Perhaps that was her hopeful imagination. Instinct told her the term would be short. The birth would be horrific. But pain was always the price of freedom. Soon this world and the races that lived within it would be forgotten, its very essence dispersed and absorbed by greater realms. But for now this world was the arena in which she had to fight, and fight she would.